Hello everyone and welcome to ScreamStream where every week I scour the web and separate the best from the worst of streaming horror so you don't have to. I'm your host James Gass and I want to let you know that ScreamStream is listener supported and you can support this show at patreon.com slash ScreamStream and I do want you to know how important uh, your support is. Uh, it, helps me, it helps me pay for... Uh, Website hosting, uh, server hosting, podcast hosting, and software that I'll need for producing videos again, which I would like to uh, do uh, in the near future, and also improving the quality of the audio of this show because I would like to get uh, Adobe software again. Um, so if you could support me over at patreon.com slash screamstream, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and I also want to take a moment to thank uh, filmmaker Andy Palmer, who's been supporting ScreamStream since almost the very, uh, the very beginning. Uh, Andy directed a film called Find Me that I reviewed on the first iteration of ScreamStream. You can find that episode over at the Patreon page. Uh, all the old episodes are still up there for free, and you can download those and listen to those today. If you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do so at twitter.com slash Scream underscore stream and Instagram.com slash James Gas. And I post all kinds of different stuff on, on both of those places there. And uh, I encourage you to join our Facebook group and join the conversation. Uh, it's fairly small right now, but you can find us over at Facebook.com slash groups slash Scream Pod. And join us there. Talk with us. You can comment and, and, and suggest uh, movie reviews and all kinds of different things. Uh, and you can also email me with uh, comments and suggestions to screamstreamcast at gmail.com. So this is the second episode of Screamstream, and I will be introducing two new segments, uh, the first of which will be uh, news. And it's not really, you know, a whole lot of news. It's just more like uh, some things that I find inter interesting during the week. Um, on various news sites that I follow, and I will put links to all this stuff in the show notes. Um, and I usually pull all of my articles from Dread Central, uh, iHorror, and uh, a couple others. I'll post all the links in the show notes, uh, so check those out. And then also, what's new to stream? So I'll try to add all the new uh, films added to streaming services like Netflix, uh, Shutter. Hulu, Amazon. The thing is that uh, there's a website to find stuff on Netflix. It's called uh, what's new on Netflix.com slash USA. Uh, but there is nothing, there's no website that keeps track of all the stuff added to other services. So if you'd like to help me out, um, you know, if you see something new, post it in the Facebook group. I'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, Shutter just kind of tweets out things that they add new. So I'm always on the lookout, but that is going to be another new segment uh, just so that we can keep track of new stuff uh, being released during the week. So let's get into this week's review, which is The Void. Now, this was a movie that was hyped up on all the websites. Uh, they all gave it great reviews, and I saw the trailer and was super interested in this. This was written by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. And it was directed by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. And it stars Aaron Poole, Kenneth Welsh, 
and Daniel Fathers. These are the top build cast. And for a brief plot synopsis, when Sheriff Deputy Carter discovers a blood-soaked man limping down a deserted road, he rushes him to a local hospital with bare-bones night staff. As cloaked, cult-like figures surround the building, the patients and staff inside start to turn ravenously insane. Trying to protect the survivors, Carter leads them into the depths of the hospital where they discover a gateway to an immense evil. So let me give you my little synopsis here. Deputy Barney Fife leads a ragtag team. I hate using that, that term. I really do, but that's what it is. They, he leads a ragtag team of heroes into the basement of a hospital to fight some hella evil. <laughs> and that's what this film is about. Now, I know it sounds like I'm making fun of the film, but I'm really not because I, I, I did like it. it. It wasn't that bad. So let me start with the acting. I think Aaron Poole... And Daniel Fathers, who played the father, Aaron Poole played Daniel Carter. They they should have they should have switched roles. I think Daniel Fathers should have played the sheriff deputy, and I think Aaron Poole should have played the father uh, and kept all the, the same lines and everything because I just don't think Aaron Poole was believable as a sheriff deputy. And in Kenneth Welsh, uh, who was Dr. Richard Powell, he did pretty good. I liked his character. I thought he played it very well. Uh, I thought uh, he did a really good job in that role. Uh, but, however, uh, the rest of the actors were okay. Kathleen Monroe, who played Allison Fraser, did all right. Uh, but Ellen Wong and... Um, there are a few others that just did not do great. <laughs> and what, I think one of the biggest problems was the dialogue. Uh, the, the dialogue exchanges between the characters was just phony. Uh, it was poorly written. Uh, I, I felt like the grandpa and his granddaughter, who's pregnant, I didn't feel any kind of connection between the two of them. It felt like he was just kind of there babysitting his his pregnant granddaughter. He didn't really give a crap about her. Uh, I, I didn't find anything believable in those characters. So I think the acting was good, but the dialogue was poorly written. Uh, I would have liked something better. Maybe even switched out the grandpa altogether. That and you know it seems like I'm nitpicking, but I'm really not because those are fairly key characters, and they should have done a better job. Now for the story, though, conceptually, the film is really good, and it's and you can you can see how it's heavily influenced by H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and his whole universe of sort of this cosmic evil realm that collides with earth or, or a door is open um, and a lot of tentacle-like creatures emerge. Uh, and that's kind of what it is. It's, it's, it's a huge sort of nod to H.P. Lovecraft. And I enjoyed that. I thought it was great. Uh, however, I will say, just on a complete side note here, if you ever read H.P. Lovecraft, a lot of it is pretty dull and you got to fight through it. Because there's not a lot of dialogue in his stories. But anyway, I digress. Uh, conceptually, is great. It was a really cool story. You have one guy 
who leads this cult and tries to bring this or tries to merge this other universe with our world and a lot of craziness happens. Now, I will say that visually and aesthetically, I feel like it combined a lot of 80s horror, especially with the soundtrack and the score, very synth-like score, a lot of keyboards, uh, things like that. And, and as far as color choices, a lot of like bright reds and blues and um, darker shades of, of those colors blended together with greens. Very heavy, heavily influenced by 80s horror. So I thought that was great. I, I thought it was a nice little throwback to horror from the 80s, the time when I grew up. Uh, so in those aspects, I enjoyed the film very much. So it's only an hour and a half. I think, overall, I think that was a good runtime. However, I do think there were some scenes that sort of overstayed their welcome. And this isn't really a spoiler, but in the very first battle, quote-unquote battle, with a tentacle creature, I feel like that that whole scene just went on a little too long. Nothing exciting was happening other than showing two guys hack this creature up with a couple of fire axes, and that got a little long-winded. I thought they could have cut that a little short. And there are a couple other scenes that I, I thought they could cut short. My main issues with this film was dialogue and, and some of the script writing. Overall, though, it's not that bad. It has a 5.8 on IMDb, which I think is fair. If I had to rate it out of like a five, I would probably give this like a 3.25 out of five stars. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. I wish it was better because the, the trailer hyped up the film and all the websites hyped up the film. But yeah, I mean, it's a good watch on a Friday night if you don't have anything better to do. So there you go. There's, there's The Void and it's currently on Netflix. Uh, so if you have Netflix, like most of us do, go in and check it out. So let's move on to some interesting news that I found over the week. Uh, first off, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 premiere date has been announced. And Season 3 will premiere on Stars on February the 25th, 2018, uh, which is good because it's right around the corner. We don't have long to wait. If you haven't watched Ash vs. Evil Dead... It is a really good series. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's goofy. But that's the way The Evil Dead has always been. Uh, it is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, I love Bruce Campbell. And I thought he, you know, he just does a great job as as Ash, and uh, with his two companions in Ash versus Evil Dead, they just uh, they just create this this awesome team to fight Deadites. It's a really good show. Uh, I do own. I bought the the DVD uh, on Amazon for like ten bucks. This first season, and then we we got stars. Um, we actually we got stars to watch American Gods, and uh, season two just happened to to wrap up. So I was able to watch season two, um, and then we watched American Gods, which is also an actual. It's it's a really good show. 
Uh, but yeah, if you if you don't have stars, you can get it for like I think it's fifteen dollars a month or something like that. And we usually flip flop between HBO and Stars because we there's a couple of shows um, on HBO we like, Vice Principals and Game of Thrones, of course. And Westworld, we're going to try to watch that again. And then on Stars we have Ash versus Evil Dead and American Gods. So we kind of subscribe to one channel, watch what we got to. Cancel and then subscribe to Stars. Watch what we got to cancel, and we flip flop back and forth. Um, and then also, Stand vs. or Stand Against Evil is coming back uh, November the first for season two. That's another great show, very similar to Ash vs. Evil Dead. I don't want to say one is better than the other, but I do kind of like Stand Against Evil a little bit more than Ash vs. Evil Dead. They're very similar shows, but I think Stand Against Evil has a, a little bit, uh, like a different take on the whole demon hunting thing. And um, I think John C. McGinley is sort of like that, a better version of Ash the Demon Slayer. You know what I mean? It, I know I might step on some toes, but hey, that's the way I feel. If you haven't seen Stand Against Evil, really good show as well. I can't wait to see season two. And then also, uh, something cool, if you have a smartphone, which <laughs> you probably do, there is now an official Stranger Things uh, game, mobile game. I haven't downloaded it yet. I guess I should have. You know, if I'm going to talk about it, I should have at least downloaded it and played it. But it's sort of like this 8-bit game, and it kind of follows the whole Season 1 story. Uh, it looks like an old Nintendo game. I will be downloading this, though, and playing it. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. That's something... Nifty. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, I don't think, you know, I don't know if I've done a podcast since that show. Uh, no, because the last podcast I did was in 2015. Uh, so I haven't talked about Stranger Things on the YouTube channel either. If you are the one of the few people who haven't seen this show yet, please, if you get Netflix for one thing, let it be Stranger Things. Such an amazing show. Uh, and I'm going to try out this video game, and we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll check it out. And then finally, uh, another TV show coming out very soon, uh, Tremors, starring Kevin Bacon. Oh, thank you, Jeebus. Kevin Bacon is returning to Tremors. I, I'm so excited for this. Um, but the, the pilot has started shooting. Uh, start shooting this month. Uh, it will be a sci-fi channel series, which sadly I don't have sci-fi. Uh, I need to figure out how to get it uh, because uh, I've been watching Channel Zero, the second season. Uh, I watched two episodes. You know, I downloaded the sci-fi app, watched two episodes, and now it tells me that I have to upgrade my cable package in order to watch it anymore. So I'm kind of bummed about that. i got to figure that one out. Uh, but anyway, uh, Trevor's, Trem Tremors is going to be a new TV series starring Kevin Bacon. I think they did a TV series a while back, but it kind of failed. In this Tremors, a uh, follow-up written by Andrew Miller, uh, the killer graboid worms that nearly destroyed perfection Nevada 25 years ago are back, and the town's only hope for survival is Valentine McKee, uh, played by Kevin Bacon, who beat them once. But to do it again, he'll have to overcome age, alcohol, and a delusional hero complex. This sounds pretty inter interesting, actually. Uh, Tremors, a TV series, is headed our way courtesy of Jason Blum's Blumhouse TV and Universal Cable Productions. 
Blumhouse has done some pretty cool stuff. I've, I'm surprised. Uh, I know they're also publishing books. Uh, I bought one book called The Apartment. It's kind of boring. I've gotten like halfway through. Nothing's happened yet. Kind of, kind of slacking on, on the book front there. But they've been doing some really go, uh, good films. And I'm excited to see the, uh, the Tremors TV show. Uh, and it has Kevin Bacon in it. Come on, man. So there's my interesting stories that I found this week. And let's move on to new on streaming. So first up, let's talk about Netflix. New on Netflix uh, this week and the past, actually like the past couple weeks. Uh, first up, Cult of Chucky. This is a film I'm going to be reviewing next week. Cult of Chucky is out. This is the sequel to Curse of Chucky. These were both directed by Don Mancini. Uh, and these take more of a serious approach on the Chucky franchise. Uh, less of a comedic effect. Curse of Chucky was really good. I can't wait to see Cult of Chucky. And I will be reviewing that next week. Uh, also, Gerald's Game. This is uh, based on the Stephen King book. I don't know if it, I've heard it's not really scary, but more of like a disturbing kind of film. But I will be watching that. Uh, Boys in the Trees, don't know what that is. Don't Kill It, this is basically Dolph Lundgren goes demon hunting. I saw a trailer that doesn't really look very good. <laughs> the Reaping, and that's it for Netflix. And the new on Shudder, uh, Marilyn Manson's film, uh, Let Me Make You a Martyr. I saw some weird teasers for this that he posted on his Instagram. They're like 30 second little weird, disturbing little shorts. But yeah, apparently he made a film, and it's called Let Me Make You a Martyr. Might be watching that. Uh, the Sacrament is back on Shutter. This is a really good film. This is kind of like a found footage sort of film, and it's a take on the Jonestown cult. Um, it, it's not really like it's not you know based on true events or anything, but they kind of took the Jonestown event and fictionalized it and made a found footage film which was actually really good. I enjoyed that film a lot. Uh, Mother, which is a Korean film. This looks pretty interesting. Uh, and this is on new on Shutter this week. Flowers in the Attic. If you haven't seen this film, man, this, this is a classic right here. I know that uh, you might be new to horror films or just really getting into horror films and you're looking for some great classics to watch. Flowers in the Attic is one of them. Highly recommend this one. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is now on Shutter. Audition, which is a Japanese film directed by Takashi Miike. Takashi Miike is one of those film. He's one of those directors. It's like if you only know one Asian director, horror director, it's Takashi Miike. His films are so iconic, so bizarre, so gruesome. I have one of his films that a, uh, a listener recommended to me, and I, I had to buy it on DVD because I couldn't get it anywhere else. I got it off of Amazon. Um, it was so, uh, something in the categories. Really just a, a genius director, but his films are so bizarre, so out there. And then when, his, when he makes horror, it is super gruesome and always a pleasure to watch. And then also... Uh, new to Shudder is a Korean anime horror called Soul Station. This is the anime prequel to Train to Busan. And Train to Busan 
is a Korean zombie film. I was going to review it on the YouTube channel, but I didn't get around to doing that. Uh, and I'm going to do that uh, coming up soon on this podcast. You you watch that movie and think, you know, this is, is what a zombie film should be. So go watch that film and we'll review it. Uh, probably maybe the first week of November, I think is when I'll review that shit, that movie. Um, so go ahead and check that out. So there you go. There is this week's episode of scream stream. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for coming back to listen. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If, if you have any suggestions at all, uh, please let me know. Give me some feedback. Uh, join the Facebook group over at facebook.com slash groups slash ScreamPod. Post your suggestions there. Or leave me a review wherever you get the uh, show from, whether you get it from iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Uh, just leave me a review and, and let me know how I'm doing. If you'd like to hear anything differently or done differently, please, please let me know because uh, it's through your feedback that I can improve the show and bring you something that you that you want to listen to every week. So remember that ScreamStream is listener-supported. And again, you can support me through Patreon at patreon.com slash ScreamStream. Remember, it is important that you help support the show uh, because it helps pay for um, server hosting of the podcast and the website, um, and it'll help me get some upgrades going. And on Patreon... Uh, if you are a $5 uh, a month uh, donator, you'll also get a secondary podcast to this one called The Gory Details, where I will actually go into spoilers of the films that I review. I'll go into greater detail, because I don't want to do spoilers on the main podcast, but over there I will do spoilers. And then also I'll talk about some other things going on uh, in the world of James. So if you have a movie you'd like me to review... Send me your, suggest your suggestion to ScreamStreamCast at gmail.com or again, head over to the Facebook group, sign up, and uh, post your suggestions there. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, uh, TuneIn Radio, and wherever great podcasts are served. Be sure to leave a review and let me know what you think about the show. Music for ScreamStream was created by Kevin McLeod over at Incompotech.com. And until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs>